Atkinson. Care for a rubdown. I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Something special is about to happen. Are you waiting to receive my limp penis? Very G'day Rubbers, welcome back to the Weekly Rubdown, a podcast that rubs down everything NRL Supercoach Draft. Let's get into a little bit of waiver wire dribble for round four. I'm your host Natty and with me is always running shotgun in the rub. Mobile is the stats wizard himself. Look at the weasel, what's going on mate? Not too bad mate, everything's been going good, um, except my Supercoach teams, but Fuck. you know, it's, uh, it's, a, it's early doors, it's early doors. I'm well. telling you what man. The Casualty Kings, a.k.a. the Eskimo Bros, are literally on fucking rattle stations, struggle street. Every week I cop a new injury. I cannot carry any more of these cunts. Oh, on. yeah, you got Cotto as well. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Uh, I need this. Um, I need this. Watch the um, Oh, baby. Some, um, oh, some no. lads are going to get cut here soon. Cause you're, you're gonna have to make some changes. Need wins on the board, bro. Who's um, who's on the chopping block? Well, I've got. It's probably my back rows. Either that um, Preston, what's his name, or Jacob Preston, Jacob Preston, or Cardi Party. One of those two, and uh, Jesse Arthur's. Because I'll, I'll need to pick up two front row forwards this week. Whoa! And I will still we be. Only, we only we only play two front row forwards. Yep. So I've just been <laughs> playing. I've been playing with one and auto emergencying the other position. All but right. Now I have Ruben Cotter out, so I have no front row forwards, and I also have no halfback because the Roosters have the bye. So oh. yeah, them ones. Damage stations, mate. Oh wow. fuck, loose. I tell you what. The the buys, the fact that we uh, only have a fourteen man uh, uh, teams, and the fact that we only have a four man bench is wild. I love it, yeah, but I also hate it. I love it and I hate it. Yeah, it's um look, it's good because there's a, there's always a bit more uh, value in the waivers for oh, CTWs yeah. and tri- two um two refs. Oh. But fuck, it's um it's definitely. Keeps you on your toes, that's for sure. And the longer we go on this season, because everyone's sort of like, yeah, look, I can take a loss at the moment. I'll take a loss this week. Right, right, right. It'll get to a point where cunts will just be like, I cannot take another loss. I need to drop mm. cunts. I need to fucking win games. I need points on the board. I need to move up this ladder. And when that happens, there is going to be gold on the waivers, and that is going to be fantastic. Yeah. Like, I'm, I've, <laughs> I've had about three players come back, and now Dom Young, Gonskis. Yeah. So I am yep. hitting the waivers hard. Yep, wild. I do. I like it that there's a lot of movement. That there's a lot of work. Mm. Everyone's smashing the waivers every week, which is good. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk about all that shit in the matchup spot when we've got a bit of time up our sleeves. But let's get into some injuries. I'm still alive, but I'm very badly injured. Coming out of round three, so we've got Harme Selly out with a concussion. Totola out with a knee issue. Uh, I think that is going to be a few weeks. And then Shaq Mitchell with the Liz Frank injury, he'll be out for a long time. Uh, so the Bunnies there getting hit hard in the front row forward spot. Ruben Cotter, huge kick in the cock this one. Uh, could be out for a month with a knee injury. I hate that. I hate that so much. Uh, Wade Egan, head knock. He's going to be out with a concussion this week. Mitch Barnett yeah. cleared of any serious injury. 
injury. Bad, didn't that? Tackle. Yeah, but it's so some sort sort of neck injury, but uh, it might be just a one week off for him. Danny Levi broken jaw, ten weeks. I actually thought I he lacerated his mouth, like inside his mouth, but it was just mm. his broken jaw. He was bleeding all over the fucking place. That's two broken jaws now for um the Raiders with uh. Xavier Savage as well. 2023, year of the oh. broken jaw and the calf. It is. It is, isn't it? It is. Oh, yeah. uh, Nick Kotrick or Kotrick or however the fuck you say it. Hammy, six weeks. Uh, and then one They're to keep- in the backs. They're light in the backs. Oh, I know. I know they are. Mate, lots of injuries this, this mm-hmm. year so far. It's been crazy. Uh, and one to keep an eye on is, uh, and this is uh, relevant for you, is- Dewey with a turf toe apparently, and we and know stupidly having turf toe, and then putting him in a position where he needs to be able to run off. off. Yeah, <laughs> it's the dumbest decision I've ever seen. I mean, I'm not that disappointed because it'll, he'll get the duel, which may help, um, like um, coverage of turbo and flexibility. Stuff, yeah, fuck, like I just don't think I, I think the Tigers are even worse position than they were. A couple of years ago. It's pretty scary. It's pretty scary. Yeah. So, I mean, not that you would captain or vice captain Dewey up against uh, the Storm anyway, but well, I don't with, know. the Storm have been going awful. With this turf toe, I definitely would not mm. vice captain or captain him. Uh, suspensions. We just heard that Felice Kafusi uh, lost his uh, contest and he will be out for four weeks. Jerome Hughes is contesting his charge. Uh, so, I think it's two matches if he loses. Um, and then you've got Fletcher Baker. I'm not sure how long he's out for, but uh, he might be contesting as well. And Joey Mano out for one week, but they're for the buy, so that works out well for them. Uh, TLT notes. What are the big ones here, brother? Mate, there was a, there was a whole raft of them oh, that I, I went through. I'll just, um, I'll just bring them up. So, look, Mato's back. So he pushes Dury to the bench. And um, on that edge, so Hopgood keeps in the side. Um, Cardi stays in the side, which is amazing. So that's awesome. Munster's back. Huge news. So was that um, so Dury got injured last week or was it so, so both, both, both of them uh, got injured. So Dury, I think, had a HRA and, um, and Dury's out for a, a bit more of an extended period. So he was out entirely. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So, well, that's great for Dury, Bryce Cartwright. Owners Absolutely. and and Jermaine Hopgood owners, but mm. I suspect that when uh, Sean Lane comes back, that Ryan Madison will m- probably go back to his rotation off the bench through the middle, um, and just because Bryce Cartwright's been playing the so whole, well on the edge. The the one thing I will say about that is that rotation was when they had two strike two RFs ready to rock and roll in Zay Papali'i and Lane. I think they might be like with the discovery of Hopgood, they might be looking to have Maddo provide that those runs and stuff throughout the game, and then have a bit of impact, a bit of variable impact from Cardi. If they weren't uh, leaning on their middles for so much, so many minutes at the moment, mm-hmm. I would agree with you. But you've got like Junior Paulo playing sixty six minutes, Hopgood playing eighty. I can't minutes. believe they like, let Oregon Kafusi go. That it's, was that was a bonehead move. They really do need someone mm. to, you know, take the load off some of these big boys. But it's going to be very interesting to watch because it is going to be it's going to be huge implications for Supercoach. You know, Ryan yeah. Madison stays an edge. Obviously, he's going to have that attacking upside. But if he moves to the middle, comes off the bench, he's going to really hurt Jermaine Hopgood's output. We saw in the weekend he got uh, reduced minutes, and his mm. output wasn't as great, was it? 
No, exactly right. It seems like the longer he stays on the field, the better his PPM and output. So, yeah, yeah one to keep, definitely keep an eye on this week. Um, so for the Storm and um, Tigers game, there's been a couple of positional changes. So Dewey moves fullback, as we alluded to before. Brennan Wakeham uh, goes into the 5'8 spot, but he's expected to like steer the side around. So he's, he's almost going to be playing the halfback role without being called a halfback, if that mm. makes sense. Um, but even bigger news out of that, Joe Ofangawi and Nofo have both been dropped. Wow. And even bigger news is Staines was retained on the wing. Talk about fucking rattle stations. Wow. Oh, my Lord. Wow. That, yeah. is, that is an absolute um, clusterfuck of decisions there. Yep. Anyway, um, moving on. Um, Schuster's been named despite having um, some issues with his calf uh, through the game. It was it was pretty much just cramp, but anyway, he's back and ready to rock and roll. It was um, cramp, and it was the other leg that uh, he injured. It wasn't his bad leg. It was the other mm, leg. Yeah, okay. so that's good. And I've got two more big ones. Um, Greg the Beast Marju. <laughs> Finally. <is back>. Names <laughs> to replace Dom Young, who has been dropped. Now, what do you reckon? Does he play right wing or left wing? Does Heimel Hunt I, keep I that left wing? Heimel, Heimel's played both sides. Yep. So I would say they'd shift Heimel to the right, um, to the right and they'll play uh, Marju on the left where okay. he, yeah, where he's played a bit last year with the Titans. Okay. Um, and then Nico Hines is named. So Huge for big, Hines. Big, big, big news. And Tricky gets his spot on the bench as well. So interesting with the forward rotation. Um, yeah. So and Mad Dog. Mad Dog returns as well for the Storm. Oh, and yeah, Mad Dog Munster. And then we also had um, no news on either Ponga or JDB. We had um, Safidi's been named <laughs> despite hearing two cracks in his shoulder when he went down. Mm. And Jaden Braley's back. Yeah. So that's going to save a lot of teams. Yeah, Jaden Braley, sweet, obviously doesn't have uh, much of a history with concussion, but KP, on the other hand, obviously does. We've talked about Huge. that at nauseum. Yep. Uh, I wouldn't expect him back anytime soon. I, I, I don't no, think he'll, no. I don't think we'll get confirmation on how long he's going to be out. I think it's going to be very similar to the David Nofaluma uh, case last year mm. where you everyone was just guessing when he was going to be back. I think it's going to be very similar. Yeah, and, and like these sort of circumstances are somewhat unprecedented for um, each player. So yep. you can't and unpredictable judge it off what's well. happened with other player. That's yep. what I mean. Yep. Yeah. Completely yep. unpredictable. For sure. All right. Let's get into these waiver claims and start rubbing them down, brother. This fucks up my plan. This is fucking bullshit. I got to do something here. I, I, I still can't believe it. Help me help you. I'm not sure what to do with my hand. The rest of you made the team. <sighs> Except you, you and you. First up, hooker. Before I get into this, this is a perfect week. If you play last pick to bottom to just not fucking claim anything, it is a... I I think I said this last week, but last week was better than this week. This week is (laughs) terrible. So I wouldn't be wavering for anyone. I think the majority of the guys that we'll talk about tonight will be free agent claims, not waiver claims. Uh, As we always say, if you are uh, reverse ladder... Waver away, go your, go your hardest, who the fuck cares? But if you're yeah. last pick to bottom, this is a perfect week to just sit on your hands and just cruise. I know that everybody Numbers. wants to waver and everyone's addicted to it. I am, I love it, you know, putting your waivers in, putting in 11, 12, 13 waivers and just having them all sit there and just go, yes, let's go. But perfect week to do one. nothing. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I, look, I, I, I'm in a bit of um, bit of panic mode with Dom Young. The one thing about Dom Young, though, do you think that this will open the door to a mid-season shift across to the Roosters? And if so, is he worth a hold? You would think that the Roosters, uh, reading they, this they'd news, be happy with Jackson Paulo. would maybe make the call and just say, hey, if you're not mm. playing him... Um, Maybe. We'll pony up the cash for his his role this season. Hundred percent. And the take thing, it, take him off your books. And the thing is, like Jackson Paulo hasn't been setting the world a lot with his play. He's just literally scoring tries in space, and something I'm sure Dom Young could do as well. Yeah, so I think Dom Young's a bit out, bit out of form and stuff. But look, he's been dropped after one poor game. Yeah. Um, so it is one to watch. So, yeah, that's a good point. Definitely. It's a good point. It's a good. It's point. one. It's it's one that I'm I'm tossing up with. But I've got I've got Tupo in my team as well. So rather than have both potentially both the wingers, I'm um I'm definitely different into the um. Go yeah, fishing, baby. Go yeah, fishing. Go fishing. Yeah, you both right. go fishing. <laughs> uh, let's get into these hookers, and there's not much here. Tom Starling at sitting at 34.8% ownership. Yeah. With Danny Levi, you would think that he would start, but I think Ricky Stewart does like him coming off the bench, running at tied defenders, um, and mm. working his way through the ruck that way. I'd expect he has more minutes, um, mm. but I can't be sure. Like, I, I, I if no. I had to guess, I, I would say 60-plus minutes. Saying- I would be saying something similar to what he did last year. And yep. I think that's about your 50-odd 50, 50 minutes. Based on his PPM, you're not going to be getting much around 50, 50 points, I reckon. So, yep. look, he's definitely got the upside, and he's he's one to watch. And obviously, coming up against the Knights, it could be a good one to um, put to play this week. Another one that to probably mention is Cody Nikarima. So, he's obviously been named to start. Um, but more importantly, no Donohue on the bench. So but there's only, Mason Teague is. But named. Ma- Mason Teague is there, who plays a little bit through the middle, but also a bit of ball playing at, um, at Hooker, as well as Raystone. Yep. So and he played he could 40, be spelled by either. He played 42 minutes on the weekend, Cody Nicarema, with a try, got 48 points. Yeah. Not great, I mean, he but good. there's not... He looked good in actual NRL, but yeah. Yeah, there's not a lot going on here for the hooker hooking spot. And like to be honest, there's a lot of premium hookers that are underperforming. So mm. unless you have Harry Grant, you're probably not happy with your hooker. Pretty much. That's fair. That's, That's fair. it's pretty much. Well, Reed, Reed, pretty much Reed's, Reed's gone all, all right except for last week. Yeah, and we and we we talked about this, you know, he's averaging <laughs> 88. It's like it ain't going to fucking stick around yeah. forever. Um so he's yeah. always going to come back to come back to 100%. All right, let's get into the front row forward spot. Now, there's a few guys here that are worth talking about. Uh, we had Leo Thompson. Uh, he, I think he got about 50 minutes from mm. from yep. memory, yep. which is good. And then obviously you've got Daniel Saifidi that may be a late out for the Knights, which will cement his spot in this pack. He's obviously named to start. Yeah. I do like he's him. Shifted, he's shifted from starting lock to starting front row forward, yep. um, which pushes Hetherington to the bench. So, yeah, I, I like it because they've got Hetherington and Jack Johns on the bench. Jack Johns is coming back from that injury. Yeah, I, I, they don't have many big meter, big minute forwards. So, yeah, I think it's it's a pretty good plug-and-play option. 100%. Any of these guys that we're talking about here in the front row forward spot, 
are just free agent pickups. Uh, do not please waver. do not waver for these guys. Uh, our boy Blake Laurie, he has gone a 54-minute game and then a 57-minute game. Obviously scored a try last week, but uh, he got 49 points. Did what we know that he does, that we love him for, just getting through mm. heaps of base. Um, he's a free agent pickup. We've got big red Corey Horsburgh. I mean, so good. Don't chase these points. Like ninety-five. Like obviously he looked really slick. Paid forty-nine minutes. He's always had a really good PPM, which is is nice. If he can stick around that fifty minutes, he will be, you know, serviceable the, the one, at your front row right forward the, spot. The one thing I am very worried about is the Raiders are carrying three big boppers. Mm. So they got Solo. They've got. Gula and they've got Horsburgh on the bench. Um, doesn't spell good for the minutes of Tapane or Big Papa. Yep. Big Papa especially. I don't think he's going to play a full game. No. Um, he'll get 40 minutes. Uh, I, I don't well, think playing... I don't even, th- I don't even think he, he'll be playing his regular 40. Yeah, yeah. Because um, he's on his way out, to be honest. Um, Tommy Flegler. So he got a little bit of a bump in minutes on the mm. weekend, up to 47 minutes. Obviously, we've always liked his PPM. Love his late footwork at the uh, at the line there. Got 48 points. I'm pretty happy with that. If you're picking a free agent guy up like Tom Flegler tomorrow morning and he's getting you 48 to, say, 52 each week, solid. Oh, that's a, that's a pass, Mark, for sure. I'm, ha- I'm happy with that. Uh, Tui Kamakameka fell on his face. wasn't happy with his efforts. Uh, it was just a, it was just a, fo- a game where the forwards did not dominate. Yeah, because you look at no Welch one as well as Kamakameka. The other side of the ball, you had um, Tino get fuck all. It was it, and Mofo got fuck all as well. So it was a, it was an entire clusterfuck for the forwards. Yep. Um, the other guy I want to talk about is Fenua Pole or Pole. Uh, he is front row forward to RF Jewel. He got 51 minutes at, uh, at at the lock spot for the Tigers. Uh, he is named to start at lock for the Tigers. Yeah, I'm 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 going to advise you not to go there. Just I don't because he know got the 50, what's happening there. He got the 58 with with a try. Yeah, yeah. I think it, it is was a line, I think it was also a line break try. Yeah, right. So uh, proceed with utter caution. Yeah. Um, because you, and you don't just don't know what Sheens is going to do with his forward rotation. It's fucking. To be honest, ridiculous. I said this to you. Eh? I don't want any tigers. I don't care who yeah. they are. I want nothing to do with any tigers. They are Put just a big a old heap. sharpie line through him. Disgusting, disgusting. Um, any other guys you want to talk about here in the front row forward spot? I, I think. No, if, I think. I think we've covered the main ones. Like, um, if Lodge is sitting there and you've got space on your bench, probably pick him up as a bit of a stash. But he's a free agent pick up um aside from that there's nothing really that's floating my boat josh loa um got named at lock but his output wasn't that good last week when he was at lock had a ppm of 0.5 which is atrocious Mm. so yeah yeah, it's not really not really fantastic uh, that's gross. Um, oh, sorry. Sorry, that was mofo. <laughs> oh, I, oh, yeah, my, my week for the week. Yeah, okay, sweet. Um, yeah, I, I'm big on uh, if you're just a free agent, and this is what I'll be doing in the morning. I'm um, getting a couple of front row forwards, and I'll be looking mm-hmm. at guys like uh, Big Blocker, Blake Laurie, uh, Thomas Flegler, guys like that, guys that I can just plug in and just get 45 to 50. That's all I need, and that's all I want. Yeah, and and you said you nailed, nailed on the head earlier where you said don't waste the waiver claim on them because – None of the options that you'll see on your waivers will get you anything above a 55 anyway. Yep, 
Exactly. Uh, so let's get into the two RFs and fuck me, it's hard to find a two RF that is sitting under 35% that's worth a pickup here, even a free agent pickup, to be honest. Have you got anyone you want to talk about? Oh, I mean, like Corey Horsburgh is like, he's at lock, but his output has been utterly atrocious. Um, Kurt Capel and Ricky are sitting around that 35% mark as well. But, I mean, the, the Broncos aren't really attacking directly through their, no. their two RFs. They're going a bit wider. So, put a line through him. R- RFM is playing, th- playing through the middle at lock. Not really getting the minutes um, that he needs to really make an impact from that spot. So, put a line through him. <sighs> it's slim pickings, mate. It like, is. It's so uh, bad. I had a look early and I was like, fuck, mm. usually two RFs. Because of the depth, you usually can talk about three or four guys, but maybe maybe <sighs> one maybe one as a as maybe a free agent pickup, not a um, a couple as a free agent pickup is Jackson Ford, yes, who's back from the head knock, yes, and Kurt Mann, who's also returning. So yeah, I do like yeah, those, could, those players. Yeah, those are the only ones, but they would only be free agents. Yeah, jeez, it's uh, yeah. Dodge, there's a couple. Of, there's, there's, a, there's a couple of stash options that you could consider as well. Like Luciano Lelua is probably sitting there for a lot of people on waivers. Cecily Tupanua will be back at some point this season, um, probably re- similar sort of timing as uh, Luciano Lelua. But yeah, um, Nathan Brown is also one that um, you, you could pick up just based on the dearth of options at the um, the Roosters. Stashes are hard this year. Fuck, they're hard. You Trust me. You, you can you can stash them, but you can't keep them. Trust me, stashing <laughs> is hard. I really? am learning the hard way. It is fucked. All right, let's get into halfback. And yeah, like heaps of options here in, in the halfback spot, bro. Um, this might take mm-hmm. a right while to talk about all these guys. Tyson Gamble, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, your only other option would be um, Kyle Flanagan um, taking over the goal kicking and stuff, but his output's terrible. Yeah. So I'm. Um, you had a shout out for Brennan Wakeham. I said probably not going to work out, especially with how the bent, the the team makeup is at the Tigers. They've got the fallback option. So he's picked a team with a four, like the Sheens, he's picked a team with a fallback option. Having um, Dewey at fullback, Laurie on the bench, and then Wakeham at 5-8. So all little bees, if it doesn't work in the first half or first 30 minutes, he'll just change it up and, and hook either uh, Wakeham or Brooksy. Yep. He's got a little tiger next to his name, so that means no go for me. Uh, <laughs> but we yeah, we could have shortened that up a lot, couldn't we? <laughs> yeah. Tyson Gamble, he has been playing well uh, in the last couple of games, and obviously yeah. with KP out for an extended period, um, he's a, a nice oh, little get. If you've, if you've got if you've got Ponga and Tyson Gamble's there, stop the podcast. Get on there, grab him. And the other thing is. He's going to be available in most leagues, and he covers halfback and 5'8", which means you know it's so good for depth, especially if you're mm. like me, you're coming up um, in a round where you're not going to have your halfback. Uh, I don't have Sam Walker, and there's just no one out there. And if I had space on my bench to put Tyson Gamble there, I would because it would cover me uh, for both of those positions, lacking him in depth. But um, yeah. He scores half decent as well, so it's not like you're losing out when he, um, when he does play. It's just the fact that... When and if Ponga comes back, he's just going to take a seat on the pine. Mm. Yeah. All right, let's get into 5'8". Obviously, Tyson Gamble, halfback, 5'8", dual eligible. Uh, Tamari Martin. 
Yeah, he's an interesting one. Had a um, huge game on the weekend. Five, Ninety-one. Five eight fullback. Yes, had like he's always got he's always got this in him, but his his base is terrible, and he doesn't get involved enough. Fantastic plug and when play he does option. when he does get it when he does get involved this week good. versus the dogs who concede over forty eight percent of their tries mm. to left attacks. Yeah, I like it. I think Marcelo yeah, Montoya sure. is going to get some ball. I think it's going to be off tomorrow, Martin's hands. I would plug and play him if you are struggling at either 5'8 or fullback. Nice little plug and play there. Uh, other than that, yeah, I mean, like no, guys think. guys like Jaden Sullivan, no thank you. Kieran Foran, I mean, like if the if the matchup was any better. Um, Mate, he got, yes. he got fucking hooked on the weekend. Foz, well, I think, Foz no, got hooked. No, no, Foz Foz got rested, yeah, because he knew that they in, he knew that Foran had to close out the game and he was looking a bit um bit cooked. Yeah, benched for in a in a in a game that could have gone either way that was mm. tossing about the place. Anyone could have won that game, and he was fucking filthy. Foz, he did not like that move from the coach. But you um, don't you, you don't want your players to be happy with getting hooked. No, sure. no, no, no. But still, just a weird. Yeah. Turn of events, crazy. <laughs> uh, let's get into the CTW. So there's a few guys here we can talk about uh, that are sitting under 35%. Um, <coughs> what do we got here? Paul Olamotti looked good on the weekend. He's got a no- yeah. nice matchup on the left edge up against the Warriors right. I like him as a plug and play. Manny Tomoko. Oh, didn't he play very well? sexy at the moment. Yeah. Only one try, scored 95. That is sexy. You got a mm. CTW, especially a center that scores one try and gets 95. That's as sexy as it gets. He also made mm. 22 tackles, bro. Yeah. Like he was and he was um up and about all the way through the game. So, yeah. We um we were big on him last year. Um what had just gone a year he, early. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think you 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 were stuck on Chris, and I was stuck on Tomoko. But, um, mate, I think he's definitely the pick of pick of the two for sure. And um, Brian, on that, big on, BK as well. Just before we uh, move on, oh, right, Tomoko right. on that right edge. I like him on that right edge outside Fogarty because he gets got good ball. He gets early ball. Obviously, Fogarty knows how to use him. That try he scored on mm. the weekend. Fogarty just went here, you go, mate, bang, and he just. Bumped cunts to get to the line, and the, and the thing is, like the the reason why Fogarty goes to him is he doesn't have a quality attacking to RF. Yeah, in um yeah. in Whitehead. Yep. So yep. W- one of the reasons why the le- on the left side they don't get as much attacking ball for the wing and center is because you got Hudson Young. Yep. Another <laughs> good got, matchup one- this weekend, and two he's playing uh, the Knights. He'll be coming up against Bradman Best. Yeah. Make some, um, make some interesting decisions in defense. Yes, he um, does. But yeah, like you said, Brian Kelly. Fuck, he looked good. Yeah, big BK. He did exactly what I was expecting him to do. He came out. He played played well. Only played for 57 minutes, so he's obviously coming back to um, match fitness. But um, what, what a 57 minutes it was. Very, very good. And obviously with the Titans, I think off the top of my head, I think it's it's like 50% of their tries so far this year that they're scoring down that left edge. Really dominant on that left edge, obviously with Foz and you've got David Fafita, now BK um, and Campiera out there. Just a lot of bodies that get defenses all mixed up, especially Brian Kelly sitting outside David Feeder. We love these mm. guys that suck in defenders. For example, on the Roosters, uh, that right edge, 
Manu sucking in all those defenders that we talked about, you know, picking Jackson Paul or what, because he's just going to be out there on his own in space. Same thing with Brian Kelly. He is going to find space. And if it's a one-on-one matchup, BK, fuck, I'll take him any day of the week. Yeah, 46, 46% of tries scored down that left edge. So it's um, it's pretty sexy. And um, 23% of those tries, well, 23% of the overall tries have gone to the left center. So I like it. Big ticks to um, the, your, your 40-20. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Uh, another guy, Connolly Lemelu. Mm, yeah. So he will currently, eventually yeah, get the 2RF CTW jewel mm, come round six yep, uh, yep. and is looking like he's going to be a steadfast in that back row position with... He runs some good lines and he's, he's, always, good, he's always there or thereabouts in attack, so... I can understand the move to um, shift Cabrom into the forwards, uh, just to give a bit more muscle through there. He played played most. Um, Cabrom played most mostly through the middle last game, and look, it seems like that's worked. With Felice Kafusi getting um, getting rubbed out for four games, that's probably going to change their um, their structure. So I'm not sure whether they shift Cabrom there, whether they shift Connolly Lemur. Lemelu or whatever his name is to there. <laughs> Too many lose there. Lemme Lemelu Lulu Lulu. Or whether they pull, yeah. whether they pull someone else, um, like a maybe not a Ray Stone, but maybe a, um, a Mason Teague or someone like that. They're obviously impressed with him, as we all are. Mm, um, yeah. yeah, and to well, be honest, the, the games the games that he played with the um, the cows, he looked quite quite handy. Yep. So always a try scoring threat. And we've still got one more guy to talk about, Marcelo Montoya. Uh, he deserves to be in CTW rotations. Obviously, went huge on the weekend. Like mm. I said earlier when I was talking about Tamara Martin, very good matchup against the Dogs. Uh, I'll be having a little bit of a sprinkle on Marcelo Montoya anytime try scorer in this one. So he's a great plug and play, but I think he does deserve to be in uh, teams. So plenty yeah. of guys that probably, uh, I said, you know, what do you think about waiver claims here, Matty Tomoko? No, maybe? No, I don't. I don't think any of them are waiverable. Just leave them um, free agent. I think, I, I think wait, leave them. Go for maybe, maybe BK, just due to the pedigree and and how uh, how dominant that left side is in their attack. Um, another one that deserves a mention, but because of the um, because of the logo next to his name, you can't pick him up. Brent Naden, very very good, yeah. very good. Exactly. Um, you hit the but, nail on the head because of the little tiger next to his name. Yes. Just can't have him. Just can't yeah. have him. Um, all right, let's get into fullbacks. And, yeah, there'll be fuck all. This is here. even worse. This is this is very difficult, this position. Yeah. So we talked about Tamara Martin obviously being dual eligible there with a the 5'8 position as well. Tommy Chester gets another go there. He looked likely. And I think mm. with the Gold Coast coming against the Gold Coast team that just love to leak points, uh, I think he's another startup this week, Tommy Chester, uh, but not waverable. No. Uh, other than that, man, like what do we got here? Fuck all, really? Nothing. I mean, you could could do a plug and play for like a James Schiller. He's playing on the wrong edge though um, for the Raiders. Um, yeah. The, yeah. I mean. Bad week. It's not. It's not really something that I'm looking at. It's um, a bad week. Like C- CNK is about 46 percent ownership, so he's probably available on a few waivers. He showed in the first game that he was in form. Uh, obviously, with the head knocking game too, it kind of 
fuck things about. But um, he, if he's if he's available, he's definitely worth a um, a bit of a run on your bench. For sure, for sure. All right, that is the positions. Let's just go back through our favourite ones here for hooker. What do we have? Tom Starling. That's about it. Yeah, Tom Starling, and then Daylight. Yep. Front row forward. We talked about Blake Laurie, Corey Horsburgh, yeah. Leo Thompson. Bit Those of Flegler. Guys, Flegler. Kamika. Oh, I don't know about Kamika um, after the last game, though. Yeah, it was not, not great, was it? No, just all free agents. Um, you yep, can just yep. dip in tomorrow morning. Uh, two RFs, fuck me. Uh, probably Jackson Ford, uh, the guy I that think used ja- to. I think Jackson Ford, and, um, and yeah, he's, the, he's number one. He's probably the only one that I would look to waiver. Yep. Um, Kurt Manns, obviously um, low ownership, and he, he'll get a fair bit of minutes um, just with a very depleted um, forward pack. Yep. That's kind of all I'd all yeah, I'd go for. That's about like, it. Halfback Tyson Gamble, five eight, Tamara Martin, CTW. Uh we talked about Medi Tomoko, Marcelo mm. Montoya. Uh what are the other guys we talked about in CTW? Uh, none that really mattered. Yeah. They're the main ones. Um and fullback uh Tommy Chester. Yeah. Probably look, about it. I, I don't really think, apart from um, Tamara Martin, who's also fullback available. So, yeah, apart from that, it is very difficult, very difficult to um, fill that spot. Yep. Like we said at the start, if it is last pick to bottom with your waivers, sit on your hands, have a look in the morning, set your alarm clock for 4.20, get up, have a look what's there, and just pick up the scraps because... But as always, if it's reverse ladder, yeah, go, go, go your hardest. Go hard, go hard, baby. All right, let's get out of here. We're going to jump on Instagram Live and answer some questions and then get into this round four matchups podcast as well. But that's it. Talk to you soon. Love you lots. You can take me down. Get that India.